0: Hi guys, so today on this podcast for anxiety group, I just wanted to introduce myself first. My name is Ariana. I'm 25 years old, and I live in the Orlando area. I started the Instagram for this page not long ago, but I just wanted to give some insight onto my knowledge about having anxiety, as well as some of my story and how I've overcome some of that anxiety. So I just wanted to do this as more of an introduction and then do some podcasts on, you know, furthering topics such as panic attacks or codependency or how to deal with anxiety in a social situation or coping or relief or depression or just kind of whatever is going on um, that week in my life. So I would love if you guys would subscribe to this channel so that you could keep hearing Uh, my podcast and hopefully you'll get some relief and some good tips and you know relate to some of the things I say and if not I hope you get a good laugh out of maybe some of the things I say Um, or maybe hopefully you can just share this with somebody else that this might help them. So anyways I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, For starters I would say that I personally have had anxiety throughout life. Um, I believe that everybody does have, you know, general anxiety. I guess saying general anxiety is not the right word um, because general anxiety is kind of what i would say that i do have and so when i mean general anxiety i mean i believe every human being on the planet has anxiety i think it just comes with being a human and i think the reason for that is it was supposed to be a survival thing so if something dangerous was in place it made us you know fight or flee the situation and i think that in life I had a, a lot of things happen um, that were kind of traumatic and I think that the, that lower level anxiety in very normal situations would arise. So when I say that I've had anxiety like my whole life I have and probably almost everyone else on the planet to some form um, has had anxiety in their life. But I feel like when my anxiety kind of took a toll on my life um, and kind of started redirecting it. was about 16 years old. I started having more um, what at the time I didn't know were panic attacks. And I had them because I was moving um, from my mom's house to my dad's house, which was in another state. And it was very difficult to move um but i felt like at the time that was something that was really important for me to do and i started remember feeling like it was almost like i would have the thought of you know wow, this is overwhelming. And then that thought would turn into every worst case scenario. And then my heart was beating. And then I just felt like I was going to pass out. And I just felt like I needed somebody to talk to. So I would oftentimes go to my dad and be like, I don't know what's going on. But I just don't feel like I can calm down. And I kind of had that on and off for probably two to three years where it would just kind of hit me, but it didn't feel like the most abnormal thing, I guess you could say. Like it was just kind of like I was in high stress situations or a life-changing situations, So I didn't feel like there was anything that crazy about feeling the way I felt. And so I didn't really think much about it once the feeling passed, like I knew it was a terrible feeling, but it didn't happen often. And so probably the next few years, all of a sudden, um, you know, I kind of was in college, I was a young adult, and I felt Like there was a pressure all of a sudden um, to kind of know what I was doing, what my long-term goal was. And kind of, I would say the trauma of growing up just kind of felt like even though it wasn't surrounding me as much anymore, it was almost like I could fall apart now in a sense And so I started having just like general anxiety where I wasn't having panic attacks, but it was just like this low level anxiety when I was going to class, when I was hanging out with friends, when I was kind of pretty much doing anything. It was kind of like the uninvited friend that was just following me around everywhere. And again, like for the most part, I didn't, it wasn't overtaking my life at this point so even though I didn't like it I felt like I was still accomplishing what I wanted to accomplish um but in 2013 my grandfather who I was very close with passed away and in that time all of a sudden it was like My feet have not been able to stand on the ground anymore, and the rug was pulled out from underneath me, and I completely and utterly fell apart. I was having panic attacks that I felt like were lasting for days at a time. I was so heightened in anxiety that I literally felt like I was scared of absolutely everything and anything. I was uncontrollably crying. And at first I just thought like, this is grief. This is what grief does to people. Um, Because I had never really had anyone close to me die before. So I just am thinking, it's got to be grief. And um, so I didn't try to get professional help or medical help or any kind of help right away I kind of just kept it to me and my immediate family and I think everybody in my family also thought that it was just grief Um, and so what kind of happened over that period of time is it just got so much that like I didn't know how to calm myself down because anxiety was not something that was necessarily talked about in my family, and it was definitely not talked about with anybody I knew. Like, like, anxiety in a moment before going up and speaking in class or something like that. I felt like that was normal, and people talked about that, but I don't feel like anybody in my life up to this point ever talked about, like, having a panic attack or what that was or how to calm yourself down or how to nurture yourself or how to nurture your mental health or, Um, You know, any of those kind of tools just were never brought up or given to me. And I think that's also why it was so extreme, is because I just had no knowledge of how to calm myself down. Um, I eventually did have to go to a doctor and get some, you know, as-needed medication just to calm down. And she did recommend that I go to counseling, um and at first again like it was just kind of like everybody was like you're having a lot of grief so that's why you should go to counseling and stuff um but it wasn't really recommended that I do talk therapy which I was surprised it was actually just recommended that I go to a psychologist get the right medication and kind of call it a day and I just immediately was really hesitant To the thought of just going and getting medication because, again, I kind of felt like it was this thing that just drastically happened because someone in my family died and not because I just didn't want medicine to be, like, my first thing when I actually felt like maybe having some talk therapy probably could possibly help so I it's not that I didn't like the medication or I didn't need the medication that my general doctor gave me. I just felt like I didn't want to be um, immediately go to those steps because, again, I just am thinking it's just grief. I just need to talk it out. So anyways, I ended up taking the steps to uh, seek out a counselor. And um, I just, you know, I felt like... I did, um, I was very anxious going in and it was very hard for me to stay completely present in the first session. And I think that I was just so overwhelmed that I kind of just said everything and anything in that session. Um, Whereas another point in my life or even maybe in this point in my life, I probably would have been more basic and generic with talking about things. But at that point, it was just like, you know, it just had to happen. I had to just go all in and just kind of say everything that, you know, was really bothering me and at the forefront of my mind and what traumas were really, you know, aching in my heart. And I did get some relief in the sense that I felt like I left the session and I felt a little weight off me, but it did nothing for really the panic attacks or the anxiety at that point but I did still continue to feel like going to counseling was something that I was going to continue to do Um, and through that I ended up you know finding a lot of those coping mechanisms um, that I really desperately needed to be able to calm down And um, probably for four months, I went to counseling. I completely got a lot of my life back and and started doing the things that I always loved and kind of went back to normal everyday life. Um, My counselor sadly informed me that she was moving away. And I kind of felt like, okay, she's leaving. I'm doing good. I'm going to end this thing called counseling. I'm not even needing the medication anymore. Like, I'm good. I'm going to go on with my life. Well, probably two to three months later, I started having anxiety pretty horribly again. And I kind of was like, okay, like maybe I need to go to counseling. Maybe I should just take the medication. You know, that's why it was prescribed to me. Um, But I kind of was letting it go because, again, it was just something that I just wanted to be like, okay, I'm going to circle this date on the calendar and I'm just going to be better. Well... (laughs) I was completely wrong because that's not how it works. Um, And eventually, I got to the point where I was having terrible, terrible anxiety again. Except this time, it was almost worse than before. And I was thinking, how is this possible? How did it go from, you know, this kind of lower level anxiety to pretty terrible to now it's like absolutely... God awful! How much I'm just feeling it all over my body and my mind. I can't calm down. I can't sleep, um, and I just started really isolating. Um, I quit my job. I kind of dr- I quit school once again, and I just kind of felt like I was falling apart. And I didn't know what to do because that counselor was gone and I didn't know really where to find another counselor. She had originally recommended me to one before she left and and sadly that counselor actually decided to leave too, which you know was just great because down the road I found out I had abandonment issues and of course both these counselors leave. And so it just kind of was like, I don't know what to do and I felt like... In a world that has a bunch of information, you would have thought it was it would have been so much easier to find like the right counselor fit for me, the right path of what to do or know the general coping skills of how to calm yourself down or at least try to. And it was just like, wow, like I just feel like I'm all on my own trying to figure out like this life with anxiety. And so eventually, you know, I finally found another counselor and I saw her for about two years Um, and in that time there were days that were good and there was days that were bad and there was months where I got better and there was months that I got worse. Um, But then I eventually got to this point with that counselor where I felt like, our progress had come to a standstill, and it really had to do with how I felt about her. And even though she was great for the season, it was like a new season was coming, and so I did stop going to see her and probably went into the biggest depression I've ever had in my entire life. Um... And it was really horrible because I felt like I had been counseling for a long time. You know, I tried various medications and just different things like that. And I just kind of was like, wow, like how am I worse after going to counseling for this amount of time? I thought I'd be better after four months. And here I am, you know, we're three years out into this, this thing. And um, so I took a break from counseling for a while and kind of dealt um, with some of the things that I felt like I personally and myself needed to deal with in the sense that I needed to really cry some things out. And even though I really needed to go to another counselor, I just felt like I had been going to counseling for so long I needed a break. And so I let myself have that break. And then I got to the point where it was just like, okay, like I need a counselor now. Like I'm doing... I'm ready to be vulnerable with another person again. I'm ready to do some of this work. And I just felt like I always had like a game plan when it came to counseling. Like I'm going to do this, this and this. I'm going to talk about this, this and this. And that. I'm just going to get better. Like I'm on the road to recovery. I'm going to fix myself. I'm in control. And I just found this other counselor that was recommended to me by my very first counselor because I finally reached out to her and was like, do you have any, you know, people that still live here that you would really recommend me to knowing my story? And she recommended me to a guy counselor. At first, I was very hesitant. I didn't know how I felt about going to see a male counselor, but he was about you know, closer to my grandfather's age. And she said that she really felt like that was going to be a healing process and that if I was okay with trying it, she'd like me to try it. So I really trusted my first counselor so much and had so much relief with her that I just really was like, okay, I'm going to trust this. Um, And I went and I saw him and Literally, I was talking all the stuff about like this and how I was going to do this and how I need to be able to do this, and I need to be able to drive and I need to be able to have a full time job and I need to you know be able to do all these things, mind you, um in the course of this period of time, I'm also engaged to get married, so like I also have this other pressure to kind of get myself together um, and then really, all of a sudden, over time. Um, in that session, he kind of stopped me and said, I really think you have too much pressure on yourself. He said, going to counseling, you hope to get better as the result, but you don't come in here to get better. And I was dumbfounded. What do you mean I don't come in here to get better? Isn't that why I'm paying all this money? Isn't this why I'm spending all this time? Isn't this why I'm being so vulnerable so that I can get better? And he just looked at me and said, the point of counseling is to be seen, heard, and loved. And through that, you should have relief. And through that, there should be healing. And through that, you should get better. But he said, I think you're getting worse in some ways because you think you need to figure it all out. And he literally stopped me because, you know, driving at this point, I hadn't driven in five years. Every once in a while, I'd be able to work again, or I'd be able to go and hang out with friends again. But driving, I just thought forever, I'm never going to drive again. And um, I had various times where I got stuck in the house for months at a time where I could not leave the house because I just had such bad anxiety that thinking about, Leaving my house sounded terrible, and so even though I was still leaving my house at this point, I just had never been able to drive again. And he just stopped me and said, You know, you've gotten sorry, someone called me right after that segment, so I don't know where this quite left off, but I'll try to make sure that I edit it together. Um, but basically, he just kind of was like, If you never drive again, like you've gotten this far, like you don't have to drive. If you've been living this long without driving, you don't have to drive. He said, one day you're going to wake up and you're going to want to drive. And he said, but stop putting this pressure that you have to drive. Like that's a societal thing that you have to do it. As he said, what you have to do is to come here and, and, and be seen and loved and heard and, and kind of let yourself be able to just be who you are. And, and through that and going to sessions with him and such, I really started to do better than I had been since before my first counselor. I really just started feeling like, wow, like, this is such a weight lifted off of me because I kept thinking I had to do all these things. And, you know, I went from, you know, mountain highs to valley lows of of this process of trying to heal. And it wasn't that I didn't heal in other seasons, but it was like, wow, like I'm putting so much weight on not having anxiety anymore. And that wasn't the goal. Yes, the goal is to have relief from the anxiety, but not to make it go away. The goal is to live my life to the fullest without having anxiety be the driver. But that doesn't mean that I make the anxiety go away, that I take some magic potion, and then all of a sudden I'm all better. It is a lifelong process of healing. It is a lifelong process of giving yourself some slack. But the number one thing I wanna say is that even if I deal with anxiety from time to time in my current life, even though I have situations arise where the anxiety or panic or whatever is there, I will say that I've had so much relief and so much more freedom in my life than maybe I've ever had in my entire life. And so I went and I decided one day, you know, I've been in counseling for years. I mean, years. And I've seen multiple counselors. I went to a counseling session one time. I felt the lady was so mean that I literally got up and left in it. You know, I've gone to counselors where I went for a few weeks and felt like it wasn't the right fit. And they're not fun to go through and to try to find the right ones. But I just want to say that it was worth it, it was so, so worth it, and you can't put a date on it, or you can't say, I gotta get better by this point, you need to let yourself have that relief. And so one day, you know, after multiple counselors told me, you know, maybe you would be great going in and being a counselor yourself, I thought one day to myself, you know what? The one thing I wish I would have had was an anxiety group not one that I had to go to in person, not one that I had to attend meetings to because I was too anxious to leave my house sometimes. Sometimes Facebook was the only interaction and on Facebook everything's a lie and on Instagram most things are a lie as well. So I just felt like if I had had a real you know understanding of maybe some skills or You know, being able to talk or relate to somebody online, like, you know, in those moments where I didn't let friends see or I didn't want family to see or I, you know, just was up at two in the morning and had nobody else. I wanted to create that group and so my intent with my Instagram page is to share and I would also love to share other people's stories of things that have helped them. I would love to have other people on this podcast um, so that they can talk about, you know, different topics or go into more detail of my own life stories and how I've coped with having anxiety. And so even though this was more of a brief outline, I just felt like it was important to give some knowledge of who I am um, and the fact that I very much know what having anxiety feels and looks like and it is very different for different people. Um, but the one thing I want to do is really have this support here. And I also want to really give some relief to other people Um, and just kind of share with you some of the things that really gave me relief, as well as I would love to share some books um, that I read and some really great pointers that were given to me by other counselors throughout my life. Um, So anyways, I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. If you did, I would hope that you subscribe or you follow me on Instagram at Anxiety underscore group um you know I just hope that you guys you know can maybe relate to my story or are excited to hear more podcasts if you have any topics you would like me to discuss in my next podcast I definitely am all ears to hope it uh sorry, to hear those, and I would, you know, I really do hope that this group keeps growing and that you do get some relief, and I really am rooting for you wherever you are right now, whether you're doing pretty decent in life to you can't get out of bed because it's just all-consuming. I really have been in both those moments, and I really, really hope that you We'll have some relief coming your way. And I really, I'm just telling you, just hold on. Just hold on. Well, anyways, that's the end of today's podcast. I will be trying to post weekly. Um, So look out for when I post this. By the time I edit it and post it, hopefully that's the day that I will continue to post every week. Um, But I will keep you guys updated on Instagram. So anyways, that's the end of my post. Thank you so much.